Now, this might be a very scary topic for some people, and honestly, a topic that I feel that a lot of society may not fully understand or fully pin down or even fully understand to embody. Because personally, I've been dealing with this idea of surrender for about two-ish weeks now, and only after extensive research with myself, with energy, with the experience of life, with other materials, am I even just starting to take a glimpse into what it actually truly means to surrender. Traveling to consciousness, exploring spiritual journeys to find answers in uncertainty. What is up, Conscious Monkeys? Welcome back to another episode of Catch Up with Clayton. As always, I'm your host, Clayton. And as you guessed it, in this episode, we will be talking about surrender. What does it mean? What is there to do with it? Is it powerful? Is it weakness? We're going to break all of that down to the best of our ability. Now, I do want to start off by saying all of this is just my current understanding of things. It's bound to change as we change and flow through the life that is. And that's probably a good way and good place to start is the flow of life. The way that I am speaking of surrender, and this comes down to definitions, is surrendering to the flow of life, allowing that flow of life to carry you with it. And it's so fascinating as I sit here and talk about this, because the visual I'm getting is how we've always said, or maybe heard, at least I have, I don't know if you have, the expression of letting the stream take you downstream. You know, they say that we're always trying to swim upstream or paddle upstream, when in reality, if we just sit on our raft and allow the stream to take us, it could take us. And it, honestly, I think it does take us exactly where we're trying to go. You don't need to go and put your effort into swimming upstream. Now, and this can be scary for people. It can be very scary because there's this feeling of this lack of control involved. You feel like you need to be the one pushing the raft or pushing the arc, if you will, to get to the destination or the location that you truly desire. But if you have all the faith in the universe, all the faith in the flow of life, would that stream not take you to the destination that you desire? If you have spirit guides, if you have intergalactic beings guiding your future, excuse me, should that stream of life not take you where it is that you desire and want to go? Does that not just make logical sense? Now, I do want to dive into the word surrender a bit more. So in order to do this, I kind of wanted to bring up the definition. Merriam-Webster divines surrender as... <laughs> I kind of always dislike when people do that. But I do feel like it is important for this situation because I did bring up surrender to somebody the other day. And I was like, oh, yeah. They're like, how are you doing? I'm like, you know, I'm trying to figure out surrender and they were like, oh, yeah, defeat. It's like, good. And I was kind of like, uh, no, not exactly. It's not exactly aligned with 
defeat. But I found it very fascinating that this person brought it up and I'm super grateful that they did because it shows me that maybe we have a misunderstanding of what it means to surrender to the universe. So there are different definitions of surrender. So let's go through it. Right. And this very first definition, this very first one is super powerful. The irony of it and getting us started on this deviation, this parsing out of what we mean by surrender. So the very first definition using surrender as a verb, like to surrender is to yield to the power control or possession of another upon compulsion or demand, i.e. they surrendered the fort. And we see that as defeat, which is very fascinating, right? Because whenever it comes to other people, and this kind of comes to the ego, is that our ego wants power. Our ego wants to be in control of things. And look, there's a whole bunch of utility in that. Don't get me wrong. But where it gets interesting is this idea of defeat or of losing. And we bring it back to this whole place of spirituality where you can't really get defeated by the universe, right? Huh. Something feels off about saying that. Let me bring it back to a different way of looking at this, right? The way that I kind of view the world is in the world of paradoxes. So if you find a paradox, it tends to be one of the greater truths. So to yield power to the universe, right? To give up the universe, give up your control or power to the universe Ironically, wouldn't that empower you? Because if everything around you is a reflection of you, if you are connected to everything, then aren't you allowing yourself, your external self, your universal self to take this physical vessel on a mystical journey? And would that not invite in more mysteries of not knowing where you're going, how you're getting there, and yet allow you to sink even more deeply? into the present moment where you are able to watch this mystery unfold around you? Would that not put you in more control? And again, I totally agree that we need to set forth our desires and set forth what it is that we are looking for in the universe. But once you make that request, once you create that vision board, once you put that thing out there, why not just take a step back and see how it unfolds? How do you know that getting fired from that job isn't going to take you where it is you desire to go? How do you know that this relationship that you're deciding to take your hands off the reins isn't going to disappear and then a new relationship will come back even more fulfilled? Maybe it's the same person. I've heard plenty of stories where the same person ends up coming back and their relationship is even better than it was before. And yet, if they managed and tried to play dictator with their life, they would have never seen that happen in the first place. Which kind of comes to another thing. The feeling that gets invoked or the energy that gets invoked whenever you say you're trying to control a situation or you're trying to maintain power or you want to maintain authority. Does this not come from a place of lack? By your attempt to hold on to power, to hold on to these things, if you will, these elements of 
reality that you perceive as being in control or in power, does that not just energetically feel as though it comes from a place of weakness? Your desire to keep things the way they are. And is it not that the entire universe is always changing? The only constant in the world is change. So the definition that I think is probably a little bit better for surrender is to give oneself over to something such as an influence. And this is that flow of life. This is that river. Allow the river to take you on that journey. Allow the river to take you down that, <sighs> that stream to where it is you desire. You put in your request. Why not just flow with it? And where this gets interesting, and this is kind of what I battled whenever I was exposed to this idea of surrender, was boundaries and discernment, right? Where does it lie that there are boundaries and discernment? Because at some level, we can't just allow everything to happen to us, right? People are going to ask favors of us. People are going to want us to do things for them. I've even had that recently where somebody was asking me to do something. It was kind of out of alignment. And I was like, you know, at what level do you just surrender and just say, okay, the universe is going to let me do whatever. Cause then you're absolving yourself of responsibility. Oh, someone came and said, I need to do something. Well, I guess I have to do it. And so it's this very interesting flicker of knowing something is out of alignment with your core fundamental principles. And this is where setting boundaries or discernment comes in of being able to say no. Saying this isn't in alignment, let's say. And so it's a, it's a very, very unique place to be in. And it's something I think that you need to just see for yourself. The idea of just surrendering to the moment, allowing things to unfold as they will. And quite frankly, this is something I am still trying to figure out in regards to my podcast. Whenever it comes to the idea of sitting out for three hours with people. You know, sometimes people have shown up and said to themselves, oh, well, like, I, I guess I booked something else. Like, so I really only have two hours. And to me, I'm like, fuck, like... Do I surrender to this? Do I say something? Do I cancel it? And so I'm not quite sure in those regards. Because in this situation, when there's an agreement that has been cre created that we're going to sit down for three hours. I've booked off three hours. So I'm hoping that you do the same. Or I'm expecting in this situation that you would do the same. Do you just surrender to that? If they come in and say, oh, I only have 30 minutes and then you just surrender. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because something in that situation feels as though it's a overstepping. So again, as I started this podcast out, I am by no means the arbitrator, arbitrator, the authority, whenever it comes to surrender, which is kind of ironic, 
but I wish for you to look at where in your life you are resisting it. Where are you resisting the flow? Where are things occurring and you wish to have a thought of judgment that this is good or this is bad or this is taking me closer to my desire or this is taking me further away? Because the reality is you have no idea. You have no idea if this thing is taking you closer or further. You have no idea if by making this one pivot or surrendering to this one moment, it's going to unlock something even deeper and bigger within you. And quite frankly, I've even noticed that within myself. Honestly, my body composition, body fat's been dropping since starting the surrender. Now, why that is, is probably for another podcast, but I believe that the core fundamental principle of it still remains the same is that I'm surrendering to things that used to cause me angst. And it's more of an internal thing of seeing where your thoughts come up in protest of these things. Does that make sense? And frankly, I think this is where probably one of the most beautiful things that has come out of meditation for me is being able to see when the thoughts come up, being able to step back from those thoughts and say, Hey, no, 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 no. I am not going to get energetically charged by this thought right here. And if you're looking to take your meditation practice deeper, I do have a free 999 challenge. If you click down below in the master link, I also, if you've done that, kudos to you. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you did it, and I've been getting some great response from it. A lot of people are loving it, feeling centered, and I'm so glad that I'm able to help people. If you do want to take it to the next step, I am hosting a meditation retreat on May 6th or April 30th to May 6th in Costa Rica. So it's going to be so much fun. I highly suggest you check it out. The link's going to be down below. I'm giving you guys an exclusive 10% off discount because, you know, you guys are amazing. And I want you to see if it makes sense to you, see if it resonates, see if it vibes with you. Because it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're definitely going to go a lot deeper with the term surrender, with understanding discernment, with coming face to face with our subconscious in our mind. So please put that on your radar. Prices are going to go up on Valentine's Day. So it's only two weeks away. So make sure you get clicking. You know, I don't know what they say. Get meditating, get clicking on the meditating, you know, (laughs) This is unscripted. This is unscripted. I should probably prove that this is unscripted. But it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to come face to face with our mind. Honestly, I have a meditation that I came across that we actually might be contacting aliens at a certain point. But first, before we get to all that fun stuff, we need to get you in alignment with who you are. So that's priority number one. And then as the week progresses, if it feels resonant, if everyone's down for it, we're going to contact some aliens. So please click the link below, get your 10% off. And I do want to wrap this up on one separate note, which is the book that overtook me. It's called The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. And it's incredible. It's honestly, it lays out the structure of all this stuff that I'm kind of telling you or showing you or illuminating for you in this scenario. It's wild because he basically, it's almost like an autobiography, the way that it is set up. 
but he kind of just talks about how his whole goal was to surrender. He just wanted to be a a, a hippie, long-haired hippie, just living in the woods, not doing anything with his life, and it ended up turning into a $100 million empire that he built. It's a beautiful book. If anyone knows him, shoot him my information. I'd love to have him on. And with that also, down in the links below are some book... I don't know if the book things are there. Oh, no. If you're listening on the app, then you can find all my book recommendations by going to the article section and clicking on the books. So that's surrender, guys. And that also feels complete. So with that being said, Conscious Monkeys, I will see you all in the sixth dimension.